Super Talk Mississippi media production. Whether you're looking to start a career with no student loans or change careers to land one of the happiest jobs in the world, yep, that's construction, Build Mississippi can help. Visit buildmississippi.com to learn why a career in the trades deserves another look. buildmississippi.com. Your future is waiting. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned in to your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't you forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're always streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app and, of course, your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And head over to, to Super Talk TV. You can see good things live and living color. And joining us today to tell us about a great event that always comes to the Tupelo area this time of year is Charlize with Dancing with the Hey, Charlize. Hey, Rebecca. It's great to be here. It's great to have you back. I think this is two or three years running now, and it means that the event's just growing and growing, and I know it's up to good things. We're going to talk about the event, but while we're doing that, we're going to give folks an opportunity to win some tickets. I know you're generous enough with that. And if it's okay with you, Rhino said that if it's the 12th person who texts in their favorite Elvis song, the 601 879 4395 will win a pair of tickets to the Tupelo event, Dancing with the King. So what are they winning tickets to? What what goes on at this event? That's a great question. This event is October the 28th, so it's next Friday. It starts at 6.30 at the Tupelo Furniture Market, and it is the spectacular. So it is Halloween-themed. That night we will have dinner. It will We'll have the uh, performances by Elvis tribute artist Jack Curtis. Our celebrity dancers will be competing, and our pre-teens, so our 12 and younger uh, dancers, will also be competing with their teachers for scholarships. So it's a fun evening, very family-friendly. Uh, silent auction and cash bar are available, and they also get to stay for the Boo Bash. So at 9.30, we kick off over into the Boo Bash. That's Tupelo's ultimate Halloween party. Uh, costume contest with a grand prize of $300, second prize of $200, and third prize, of $100, great band. We have the Bonfire Orchestra that night, um, and there will be both a photo booth and a fortune teller to make it just a great, fun evening. And what year is this, Charlize? Because I feel like this is one of the longer-running events there in the Tupelo area. This is our ninth year. It's it's amazing to think that, it, that 10 years ago we didn't do this, but now we do. Now you do every year. Let's talk about the dancing part because this is where it's a little unique. You've got some of your area celebrities. You can share who some of those will be that's partnering up and they're competing, right? Are they doing, what kind of dancing are they doing? So we are a ballroom organization. We take partner dancing into the schools and that's what we're raising money to do is to actually have it where the kids in the schools get the opportunity to do partner dancing. So they're doing ballroom dancing, which includes things like swing and cha-cha, to their favorite Elvis song. So they're dancing with a professional dancer from the the, tupelo, the uh, dance studio at Tupelo. 
and they've been working really hard both to raise money for the cause and to get ready for their performance. Sounds like a lot of fun. And will they be in their own sort of costumes dancing with, or will be a little bit more professional than that? Well, they've each put together their own costumes that reflect their personality and what they want to do for their dancing and what kind of dance they're doing. And so it's definitely going to, it's probably a little step up from what you might pick up at Walmart, but it's definitely going to be very fun. So think about it more fun and less of like snooty. So. Well, we've got a winner on the text line who won a pair of tickets to uh, the upcoming event. You said it's going to be October the 28th, so it's going to be a Friday night. But for those who didn't win, if they want tickets, Charlize, how do they get those? Go to DancingWithTheKing.com. The tickets are available on the website. There are tickets to Friday, which is what we've been talking about. There's also tickets available for Saturday, which is the show dance spectacular that has dinner and you get to see a lot of people, including me, I'm dancing Saturday night, do performances. Some of them are to Elvis music and some of them are not. But these are amateurs showing their best moves. And the professionals are going to wrap up that evening. So that's always a great show. And there's also tickets to watch the traditional ballroom competition on Sunday. Now, the tickets for Friday night and for Saturday night, those will go off sale tomorrow evening because we have to give our caterer a firm food count. All right, Charlie Spill, what are you dancing to? Which Elvis song did you choose? You know, I decided not to dance to Elvis this year, so I'm actually dancing to Darius Rucker. I'll, I will always love you. Oh, that's. are you dancing by yourself or do you have a partner? I'm dancing with my teacher, Andrew Davis. All right. It sounds like a good time. That will be fun. That's one of those bucket list items would be learning how to ballroom dance because um, I have two left feet and zero rhythm. So it would be interesting to see how that you can take someone and actually teach them how not to look like, you know, a crippled penguin on Well, you know, Rebecca, we would love to have you as a celebrity dancer <laughs> any year you want to do it. I walked myself right into that one. You know what? I But I, I wouldn't be here to be able to help support your calls by letting everybody know about it. And again, let's go back to and remind what the, what these funds go to. What what do they help with, Charlize? So we have, we currently are in five schools in this area and we're looking to be in more schools. When we go into, the, we go into schools, a lot of times these are schools where the socioeconomic circumstances of the students means that they don't get exposed to things like dancing. So, you know, when you come from a household that's trying to figure out how everybody's going to have enough to eat, things like dancing are extra and they don't happen. And when we go into these schools, we're giving these children the opportunity to learn different ways to be healthy and fit and move, how to cooperate, have social graces, and giving them exposure to things that are outside of the scope of what they encounter in their daily lives. So by and by bringing it into the schools, we're able to touch children where they already are. And so it's a lot of fun, and it's also really rewarding as you see these kids grow and blossom and develop into having confidence and, and feeling good about what they're doing. Oh, and they're exposed to new music and sort of different uh, techniques and skills. I absolutely love that. How did you get into ballroom dancing, Charlize? You know, I was one of those people that wanted to do it the whole time I was married, and my husband said, no, I don't want to. And so then when I became divorced, I was like, I really want to do this, and it took me a while to get my courage up. But but it, yeah, it'll be 12 years for me this coming December, so it's it's definitely become part of my life. And I think it's an underground world that people don't really talk about, and I don't know how big it is in terms of in Mississippi, but you can compete. You can, like, get on circuits. Like, it's a whole under kind of world things that still have like ballroom dancing or partner dancing, as you kind of mentioned, that more people should know about. And you can start at any age, right? 
You can start at any age. It's one of the things I love. I dance with people that are in their 80s on a regular basis, and they're healthy and fit, and they know how to move. And they're, you know, that that staying active is so important as we age. But I also dance just as much with the 16-year-old kids who are out there having a great time. So it, it is one of those places where generations mingle. Generations mingle, and you can come and mingle for a good cause coming up. You said October the 28th. That is Dancing with the King. It's going to be a lot of fun. Take us back, Charlize, to where we can go to get tickets. Dancingwiththeking.com. All righty. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate everyone, too, uh, who um, joined in to win the pair of tickets. Congratulations, Donnie. I hope you have a good time there at Dancing with the King. You know who else dances so well? The Sonic Boom. They also play good instruments. And if you are connected with us over at the Good Things Facebook group, you'll see I literally... I know I hate that word, too, but I just posted how the Sonic Boom have shared that ABC News is going to bring its award-winning morning show, Good Morning America, to Jackson State, just in time for homecoming coming up this Friday, October the 21st. They are going to broadcast live, and they're going to feature Good Morning um, Good Morning America's co-anchor Michael Stratton and interview with Coach Deion Sanders. They're going to have members of the Sonic Boom of the South. They're going to have their Prancing J sets and the JSU cheerleaders, and they're going to have some student leaders there to participate, and it should be a good time. If you have never taken the time to watch Sonic Boom live in living color, you're missing out. They are special. They are unique. They are talented, off the chain charts. Talented, and yeah, I think I it's, think it's safe to say they're off the chain too. Off the chain, off the charts. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole mood. You can't go into a Sonic Boom performance grumpy and come out grumpy. Like it's just not possible. I mean, it's it's infectious in the best way possible and so i kudos to them i think you know um that'll that will be leading up to a good homecoming hopefully weekend here in the capital city rhino i feel like if 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 we were to do the whole day the dancing with the king thing you'd have to be my partner so we both look crazy crazy out there (laughs) well i did go to cotillion that one year so i do know the the foxtrot and all that fun stuff I would be better off doing line dances, maybe the Boot Scootin' Boogie or Katna Joe or the Macarena. They didn't say she, you know, she forfeited doing, Charlize forfeited doing um, Elvis. Maybe we could do the Macarena. We could come up with our own song, dance. We'll just pick one of the 20 songs that whenever any large gathering with a DJ hears it, everybody runs to the dance floor. So it's not just us, it's the whole crowd. That's a good question. What song slash dance, if it comes on, you are rushing to the dance floor to do? Let us know. 601 
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, you know you make me wanna kick my heels up and Good things on your computer or your mobile device. Head on over to supertalktv.com. And Rhino, you picked the best one. You can't mess up, right? You missed our question. We were talking about what is the song or the dance that if it comes on at a wedding or a party or whatever it may be, you're like, I can do it. I'm going to the dance floor. I can't help myself but get out there and let loose. And so you can even do the shout sitting at your table. Oh, yeah. You can. You don't even have to get up. You're probably doing it right now. <laughs> you can't help but just sort of join in with it, right? Now you're going to have that stuck in your head for the rest of the day. And then if they play the full version, you, you get to do the whole, and a little bit softer now, where it's you just keep getting quieter and quieter, and people get lower and lower to the floor. And then you and then oh, yeah. some of the best photos, too, for a wedding. Um, someone said, My Girl Wants to Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. Foot, footloose or Dancing Queen. You dropped a bomb on me <laughs> by the Gap Band. Jason says, what is love? Oh, baby, don't hurt me. Oh, I'm not going to read the rest of it. But From Night of the Roxbury. Yeah, from Night of the Roxbury. But then some of the others to think of that like really get you going. And Which, into the bless Hathaway, I think that's the name of the, the artist, but nobody remembers the artist. They just remember Night at the Roxbury. Mm-hmm. Cupid Shuffle. Is one that people yeah, that's what I initially was thinking of, and then I thought of Shout, and I was like, well, everybody does Shout. Everybody does Shout. But yeah, what I was thinking of was like the Cupid Shuffle, or the Bunny Hop, or the Electric Slide, uh-huh. or one of those where it's a line dance, but it's all, yeah. The ele- the Electric Slide, is it Electric Slide, or the Electric, electric Slide? I think it's Electric Slide. <laughs> the Walmarts. <laughs> electric Slide, that's one, if it comes on, you see Generations get up oh, for. Yeah. And it's almost and they're so classic that you really don't even have to teach it. Another one, uh, Mike from Grand Bay says we always hit the dance floor for the hokey pokey. You laugh, but there's so many now versions of that that again, you can get multiple generations up on the dance floor doing that as Does well. Does that mean in like 30 years time you're going to hear Baby Shark at weddings? <laughs> oh God, I hope not. <laughs> But that's not really a dance as much as it is. I mean, oh, it's it got, can be. It can be. It's got. It, it, it definitely <laughs> has the motions, motions to it. YMCA. That's in the same boat as shout. Where you, it doesn't matter if you're on the dance floor, if you're sitting at the table, if you're at a stadium a mile away, but you can still hear it. You're gonna do it. it your your arms just you, you oh. why. And then, you know, the M and the C and the A, and then it doesn't take long, and then the kids catch on to it, and it can be a whole thing. The chicken dance, though, is one I wouldn't mind if it died, but at the same time, you know, you're two in, and it comes on, and all of a sudden you're... That's another one where it depends on which version you've got, because there are some that are just meant to clear the dance floor with the chicken dance, because everybody can start off with the chicken dance at a certain tempo. But when every time it goes through it, it gets faster and faster, they start dropping like flies. Because you can only chicken dance so fast. This is true. 
this is true and it starts to slow and then that's usually when they'll transition to a weird slow song so everybody can go get a water and refreshments because you're out of breath really <laughs> and you needed to slow down copperhead road is a fun one even if you you can do it if you like if you watch a few rounds and you're like oh they you know they look like they're doing the lederhosen dances or whatever it's called then um you're like let me hop in there and figure out what's going on and you, everyone's Isn't that the same one as cotton eye joe Yes. Very similar dance. Very similar. Time Warp, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't know that one. We already went through that, though. I mean, but that one, it's it's like the bunny hop. It, it walks you through it. It's just a step to the left and then a jump to the right and then your knees in tight. Like, it, it tells you what you're supposed to do in the song. You know, people are genius to think of that, like, think up of that. It's like, you know what? Let's just write out instructions for a dance. We'll put a melody to it or a song to it, and then we'll act like we know what we're doing, and then we'll cash in on it. Because every time it's played, we get royalties off of it. This is amazing. We should come up with a good things jig. <laughs> Call it something different? I don't know. And then, let's see, you do have Cotton Eye Joe. I mentioned that one. The Wobble Electric Side Cha-Cha Slide is another one. Love Shack by the B-52s. I don't know if it really has like a... That is Dance more of an audience it. participation where even if you don't know the words to the song, every single person within earshot is going to scream at the top of their lungs, especially if there's a little bit of adult beverages involved, when the tin roof is busted. You can't help yourself. You just, you you can't. And you know what's cool to me? It's like, and I know they make great money, DJs, but that is an underappreciated art. Like it's one thing to go up there and have a playlist and you just play it. But it's another thing to have a person. And I get that there's like more to it if they're wiki, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, if they're actually DJing instead yes. of just playing music. Correct. But to read the crowd and kind of know like when or when not you do need breaks or when to bring something in and sort of all of that and how to sort of keep it going. I mean, that's a – I'm sure there's a formula to it a little bit. I don't know. Kind of. You go to enough receptions, you've probably picked up on it just, you know, just a touch. But it does feel like, um, you know, there's a little bit of an art to it, for sure. Thriller. Oh, Debbie from Ocean Springs. Yes. It's a very appropriate one for spooky season. It is a very appropriate one, but it's one that everybody will try to do. Most. I mean, it, what was it, a decade ago on the internet when all the rage was videos of, like, prisons in Asia all doing thriller? Because what else would they have to do? You know. You ever seen those videos where no, it's like a hundred prisoners in the orange jumpsuits in some Asian prison, they're all doing thriller? I'm, I'm totally captivated by by it, though. I'd love that would be. <laughs> why, why not? What else do we have to do on the yard? Let's learn dances. Everybody now, cha-cha. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, why not? Also doing the Carlton whenever I hear Tom Jones, Jason says, okay, so now you've switched the conversation from dances we all know to dances that individuals can do that have, like, names, because I'm thinking of the, you know, you have Well, the, the Carlton is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air guy. Yes, but he has that, his little... Right, the little swing. The little swing. And then you've got, like, those 80s specials, what people would say, you know, like, um, you're going grocery shopping, where it's like you're pushing the grocery cart, and then you're getting the stuff off the top shelf, and you're putting it in your buggy. And then, what do they call it? Where What's the thing where you water your 
the sprinkler. Sprinkler. The little sprinkler thing, right? And then... Running man. <laughs> the running man. <laughs> the advanced running man where you grab the leg. And- where you grab the leg, right? You all got the... You've all, you know, there's there's the moves that... Just- See, the rabbit hole I went down when he said Carlton was the Apache dance. That, that they also do on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Which episode was that? I uh, don't remember which episode it was. I just remember it really becoming popular at one point with... It's the Tonto Jump On It song, and it's... Yeah. Oh, and then it's this, yeah. their... Um, the Apache dance. The Apache dance. And then some kids would say, spin around your head like a helicopter. But that would be another version of it. It was a little later. <laughs> About a decade later. About a decade later, but it's the same movements, but different. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but, you know, no party. You can't Is even call Is that Petey Pablo? Yes. <laughs> I don't think that name's been spoken over the airwaves in a decade now, at what least. Is it? Take your shirt off and... Twist it around your head, spin it like, like a, a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. And the, you know your party has hit the ultimate level if somebody's out there doing fishing. They fish for you. And then you pull. <laughs> Got to have a partner in that. Got to have a partner. Because then again, you could just be that guy at the dance. Just hey, I'm fishing. Are you my fish? Are you my fish? (laughs) Darren and Jackson said you just tuned in to the show. You can imagine my confusion right now. (laughs) You picked a great time to tune in. We're just talking about the dances that get you up and moving, whether it's at a wedding or a party or whatever it may be. That's always there. It's always that guy or gal that's you know strutting the move out, or the songs that get you up and get you get you going. It, these are the things that no matter like they make they're fun, they're classic. Everybody's going to leave having a good time. It's where you all feel stupid, but everybody looks stupid. So why not? You know, there's the ones that take talent never last. You know, it's the songs that tell you what to do that stick around for for decades uh, for decades to come to try to teach and and enjoy the stanky leg didn't make it just saying <laughs> it didn't translate what about lean time. back though well you know when we got married it was Superman it didn't make it once parents realized <laughs> the words yeah yeah that tends to happen it means what? <laughs> All right, stick with us. We got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
we're just going to dance our way through good things today. You can watch it. We're over on supertalk.supertalktv.com. You can see it there on your computer or your mobile device. Speaking of good music, though, you got the Twilight Concert Series. It is back, and it's coming on Saturday. The Blues Travelers and Government Mule will be at the Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You can get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or at TwilightMS.com. So that should be a good time and a good thing. You know who likes to do some of these crazy dances with students, particularly around prom or wherever it may be, are your teachers. And I got some good headlines about teachers over on the Good Things Facebook group. You may have seen this one. One Mississippi teacher has been awarded the Oscar of Teaching. I think that's a pretty big um, thing to win. Tyler Shows is a fifth grade teacher at Petal Upper Elementary School. He was surprised last Tuesday, or on Tuesday, excuse me, with a $25,000 Milken Educator Award. The honor goes to early to mid-career education professionals for their already impressive achievements as well as the promise of what they will accomplish in the future. My favorite part, if you hadn't seen it, is his picture because he's coming into the gym where they probably had it all set up. Maybe they tied it into a pep rally or something like that. And you can see it on his face. He's surprised. He's embarrassed. And they're kind of having to pull him into to what is going on. And you love it when you can pull off a good surprise um, like that. He received the award in front of assembly of cheering students, colleagues, state, and local f- officials. Over the last 35 years, there's been 2,800 Milken Educator Awards. I know we've talked about several here in Mississippi over the course of good things, and it's been totaling of about $73 million that goes to teachers. So I think that's pretty cool. And then you got Miss Christy Jones. She is a high school construction and carpentry teacher at Franklin County Career and Technical Center, what a cool job to have. She was named or she was named and given a $100,000 grand prize for the 2022 Harbor Freight Tools for Schools Prize in Teaching Excellent. 70k of that grand prize money is going to is designated to Franklin County's construction and carpentry program. You can buy a lot of I guess hammers and drills and nails and things like that with with 70k and then she will get 30,000 for herself. She was a finalist for this last year and she's also on the teacher advisory council for Lieutenant Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman and is one of three teachers in the nation on the board of directors for donorschoose.org. So pretty cool to see our teachers out there, you know, they're in the trenches, they're just getting up every day doing their job despite whatever and um, it's cool to see them getting recognized especially when they go you know above and beyond but how cool is that to do carpentry i'd like sign me up take me out of pe put me in let me nail something build a birdhouse well that's the difference in generations i mean there's a generation listening right now that you pretty much had to have a shop class or a home ec class or something like that bring it back bring it back yeah i would say it's missing totally but you need to do it in today's, like, okay, so I'm not going to take over shop because Lord knows I'd hit my thumb with a hammer. But, like, in, as, a, as a mom who also is working, you know, trying to do all things, making meals, all things, you need to bring home ec into the 21st century where it's like you teach kids how to utilize what kitchens look like now and tools and things that are available to still put semi-homemade homemade meals to think that we're going to go back to on a Wednesday night making biscuits from scratch. I mean, maybe you did that last night. Uh, you know, every is probably 
The skill's nice to know, but is it probably going to happen? No. But can you teach kids, like, how to use a sheet pan or how to, you know, utilize some of the other things that are out there now to, like, actually make a dinner versus just going through a drive through or always having to rely on convenience? I think, you know, you don't stir the rice. Like, that could be a whole lesson in home ec right there. And then, too, like, meal planning and prepping. I think right up there with, like, balancing your checkbook, and it's not complicated, but if you don't have the skills, I mean, there's many listening to good things right now that would sign up for a meal prepping, meal like grocery planning, take health out of it. Just how do I maximize my dollar at the grocery store and actually come home with things I can use or stretch my money so I actually can buy food, I think would be helpful as well. And then what I'm just trying to think of how they would break it down. Because I know when, when I was coming through school, there was a, a, a t- the tiniest element of home ec where you, we had it broken down in like nine weeks chunks. And for one nine weeks segment, we went to a class. And in that class, one of the projects we worked up to was making Rice Krispie treats in the oven in the classroom. Cool. That was the closest we got to home ec. I, well, obviously, as a dietitian, I went through. So I, I, because some of my very first classes were like they call it food science, but it's also it's very like basic cooking one hundred one kind of sorta. Um, so I kind of merged those two in my head. But I don't remember necessarily learning to cook anything. I, we dissected frogs, but we didn't scramble eggs, you know, at Terry High School, which. I mean, whatever. But, you know, there are some who, I guess that's more community colleges. I don't know. Do you have a student in high school in Mississippi that still has some form of home ec or sort of cooking? Let us know. 601-879-4395. I do know there's some culinary things. I, I was think about in, to say, there's got to be somewhere some of, where it's an elective at least. At least. I, you know, and then my mind goes to, I know, like, Holmes, as well as Heinz, has great culinary classes where you can go on and sort of learn. But that would be the next step. But I don't know if you can kind of do those with your dual credits that you know, some high schools sort of have. But I do feel like there just needs to be like a basic livings class, you know, balancing a checkbook. You know, maybe not changing oil, but like a flat tire would be good to know. Well, but I mean, you could go down that road because... Unless something has changed, you do have co-op classes where you go to you go to school for part of the day and you go to work part of the day. And when you're at school, you're learning trade skills like welding or auto mechanics or something. Why couldn't you have commercial cooking in that same realm? I don't know because there's always going to be a need for commercial cooks. Correct. Well, I mean, everybody needs breakfast, so like learning the skill of boiling water. Using, like, if you can scramble eggs and brown meat, like, you're doing good. But you need to be taught, like, someone has to teach you that, or you just don't have the confidence to sort of, you know, go out and necessarily do it. And I think you'd be, you know, kids would feel really inspired um, by that. Basic plumbing, upkeep, your home, etc. Carl chimes in and says, Amory High School has vocational that's the culinary arts class. All right, go Amory. I think that's really cool. And Columbus as well. Columbus High School has one also. That's awesome. I mean, see, they're they're out there. They're doing it. You just feel like, you know. Could be more. Because who taught you the basic? It was my granny. 
and my mom, but primarily my granny. My mom didn't have the patience. I love you. But granny's the one that pulled up. She taught me how to scramble eggs, brown meat, boil water, flip a steak in a skillet. And she's the one who did all that. And so I feel like, you know, you don't just know how to do it. Who taught you how to scramble? I feel like scrambling eggs is like the first, the intro into cooking. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you usually have multiples of them on, on hand in case something goes wrong. And it's, especially with a nonstick pan, it's really as simple as heat it, put the egg in the heat, and let it fry. Now twirl. <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's pretty basic. Yes. But, You're yeah. taking away the fact, though, that... Some don't even know how to, you know, work the ovens in the, in the whatever you call it, whatchamacallits. See, I don't even know what they're called. I'm failing. That's why my family's hungry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're doing fine. New Albany High School has an entire Votech Center with all kinds of classes. We had home ec and shop and auto mechanics. We actually worked and donated vehicles and buses. I think that's pretty cool. Carl said, my mother and my grandmother taught me. I am the youngest of six kids. I always stayed in the kitchen um, growing up. And and it's a difference, too, because, you know, it's not good or bad or whatever, but young moms just aren't in the kitchen like other generations were to teach it either. And so if you don't have that, like, grandmother or grandpa or you know whoever that's taking it on to pass it down it just slowly gets whittled away which is sad but that's something that has to be taught especially baking as well taking the time to sort of do it you know popping those cans open i mean it's a there's a delicacy to it (laughs) yeah i've never used the whole spoon thing that they said just whack it on the counter Tell me what five-year-old isn't it static to be, I want to whack it. I want to whack the biscuits. No, I'm talking about, people, like, there's videos online yes. of people that are having a panic attack trying to use the spoon oh, to God, pop no. it open. And it's Take like your you, frustrations out on the counter. Whack it on the counter. Yes. It's very. There's just something about this. Yes. All right. We got more for you coming up next. Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. All this music you're playing today on Good Things Rhino reminds me of Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> I see it all now. I invented post-its. It's like all the all the music, all everything wrapped into one cheesy sort of movie. I saw an interview where what's the lady from Friends that's in it? Phoebe, but not her. I mean, the real lady. 
whatever her name is, Phoebe, she was asked if she would do a like a sequel, like the twentieth, re- like a whatever it may be for that movie, and she was like, "Oh God, no!" She didn't say it. Lisa just, Kudrow. Yeah, she didn't say it just like that, but it was basically, "Oh no, <laughs> we're just going to allow that one to sort of live, live in the past and stay there." Someone mentioned on the text line, "Everything you are saying that needs to be taught in schools again is covered in scouting. You should check out." the required badges for Eagle Scout. And I would throw in, too, for uh, Girl Scouts as well. I think, you know, there are ways that kids can get those type of life skills or through extracurriculars for sure. And, you know, with a good family union as well, you know, they're able to to learn the skills needed to survive. But you would think just in terms of an elective or if you could see something come back to schools, I think it would be fun to see some of those other, the things that we've been talking about you know, get back into and start in even like middle school. Give them the courage and the power to be self-sufficient and make their own meals. And I mean, it was right around that age. I want to say sixth grade, maybe when we made Rice Krispie treats. So yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Listen. <laughs> Just all over the place with the movies and the quotes and the music. <laughs> I feel, yes. I, I mean, just from the like, ceasefire text line, from the 662, the music reminds me of Biodome. I just When's the last time you saw that movie? Acid wash jeans and bad hair and... Viva los Biodome! <laughs> oh, one day we should do nothing but just spout out movie quotes. And guess which movie they're they're <laughs> from. And uh, we would need hate. I think we would also need hate dad in the building for that. I feel like he would be a good one to have here on on good things. But when you play those types of that music, they they do interlap with some of the best entertainment. Oh, I bet what best is a loaded word. Well, no, I mean it's fair to say that when it comes to movies. And their usage of special effects that mm-hmm. were both practical and the beginning of CGI and the incorporation of high-quality soundtracks, that all kind of peaked in the 90s and right around Y2K. Wedding Singer was another one that comes to mind that embraces all of this music from today and puts it out there and... um because, I mean, nowadays you don't really, you don't associate a song with a movie the way you did at that point in time. Like, I could say the movie City of Angels, and you probably immediately think of that Goo Goo Dolls song. I immediately think of the poor lady who got ram-smacked by a Mack truck while <laughs> riding her bike down a hill <laughs> and never saw it coming. That's what I think of that. That was a sad ending. That was a terrible ending. It was kind of the beginning. It was like this mid, this pivot in the middle of the movie. You just, But you knew it was coming. They set you up for it. You knew she was going to no longer be with him after he made the ultimate choice. You just didn't know it was going to be so But that was a random Nicolas Cage, Meg Ryan, weird chemistry movie, and it had a song associated with it. Yes, it did. It really did. Now I feel sorry for her. And him. But yes, I see. What other movie has like a, that when you hear a song, that's what you think of? The um, Aerosmith, when he. Don't want to miss a thing. When he gets blowed up on the. Armageddon. (laughs) Again, such tragedy. 
But yes, you can't hear that and not think of Bruce Willis and see the whole thing. And he draws the short straw and it's the big whatever it may be. Almost famous Forrest Gump had one of the best soundtracks for those era, for those eras. Agreed. I would add Dazed and Confused had a pretty dang good soundtrack, too. Dazed and Confused did. And um, the football movie, which Friday Night Lights was made after. Varsity Blues. Yes. Puke and Rally. They had, you know, cheesy. <laughs> I always remember you saying your parents had no idea that you shouldn't be watching it. <laughs> yeah, that was one we went to the blockbuster and rented it and got to the Miss Davis scene sitting there with Dad right there. We finished the movie, and they put it in the box. We're taking this back. But we want to watch it again. Yeah, I know why. It's going back. Oh. I that's funny. That is, that got me tickled. Speaking of football, you got plenty more of that talk coming up next with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. So Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.